Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Upside Swings podcast, the podcast with the highest ceiling. I'm your host, Bryce Hendricks, joined as always by Stone Hansen and uh, Ryan Davis. Stone, how are you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Hey, excited to talk to friends today. How you guys doing? No, I'm good, too. Excited as well. Just got done eating some breakfast, so I'm ready. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an early morning for us. Uh, it's night, it's night uh, for friends, but it's nine in the morning for us but that's okay because this is the uh the opportunity of a podcast lifetime uh i was able to put the controller down mlb the show came out yesterday and uh, i've been playing it pretty non-stop but excited to do this davis what are your thoughts on brands um so friends he's he's a really big 610 wing uh really smooth um he has a pretty pretty good pretty good outside shot as of right now could get better but it's 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 doable right now and uh yeah he's just really really smooth game really that point forward position and uh yeah I, I like him a lot he once he once he comes down here I think he can get his stock a little higher but he's, he's that, a good prospect that's what we're all about we're all about raising draft stock our whole uh our whole listener base is gonna have to gonna have to call the all the NBA executives they know and uh, let them know. Still, yeah. you think of Renz. I'm a big Renz fan, actually. Um, I know I definitely uh, am considering putting him up a little higher than my last board that literally just came out yesterday because I, uh, in preparation for this, I did kind of go back and watch a bit more of him and just the fluidity of which he, which he plays is uh, very intriguing at his height, especially um, – and his, his passing ability and uh, how he's able to kind of run fast breaks and be um, uh, secondary and even primary at, occasionally at times uh, playmaker is very impressive for a 6'10 guy. Um, and the shooting, um, although, as Davis mentioned, it's not quite all the way there yet. There's a lot of intrigue about it. Um, and I, I think there's a whole lot of room for it to get better and become a very uh, – very solid shooter uh, at the next level. Yeah, I think uh, his play in Euro Cup has been very impressive. Euro Cup is is a is a really good league, and uh, he's only getting about twenty minutes a game, but he's capitalizing on that nine points, three rebounds, two assists. Um, and you know, you talk about the shot. Uh, I'm very encouraged because it's developed a lot. He he went from someone who wasn't a great shooter and had had really rough form as he was trying to get stronger to a, a very good shooter or at least a solid shooter and he still has to do some work on the upper body but he's really fixed his lower body as a shooter and uh that consistency that that transfer of energy is looking pretty good so uh, yeah. without further ado let's just jump right into it uh, this is our interview with Renz Vleienberg of the Antwerp Giants <laughs> All right, everybody, we're here with Brenz Bleisenberg, uh, the 6'10 forward from the Antwerp Giants. How are you doing, Brenz? I'm doing fine, man. Thanks for inviting me to this. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. Um, no let's just start uh, real simple. Just kind of introduce yourself to the fans and uh, describe your game and uh, what people should expect from you. Uh, yeah, so I'm Brenz Bleisenberg. Like, uh, it's a special name for most of the peoples in the States. 
Um, yeah, I'm 6'10". I'm, uh, I think, around 210 LBS. Um, I'm playing my whole career for the Antwerp Giants in Antwerp, Belgium. Um, from the youth, I was playing on the point guard position. That's why I'm, uh, I'm mostly a floor leader in the team, uh, even when, when I'm that tall. And yeah, that was uh, I've never been in the other club yet. So making a move next year, probably. So we will see what's coming. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, you're someone who I've really enjoyed watching your tape because you're 6'10", but you do play like a guard. Um, mm-hmm. And I was I was kind of wondering, like, what role do you think you're going to fill in the NBA immediately? What What do you think you will bring to a team that drafts you? I think um, I will be a secondary playmaker uh, because I'm, I'm really good at um, – leading a team, be a floor, be a floor leader and find the open man. I'm not going to say I'm the, I'm a pure uh, playmaker, but I'm really the one that is, that can be the secondary playmaker. And I think that, that will be a big part in the, in the team because I'm that tall. I can't switch on ball screen. So I think I will, I will fill up a good spot in the team, any team, doesn't matter what team it is. Yeah, I saw you post that clip on uh, Twitter. The or I think it was yesterday where you're running the fast break, like three quarter court, oh, yeah. split two defenders. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that sort of thing. I think like just really shows your mobility and uh, what you're capable of at your height, which is something special. Mm-hmm. The guys have that. Um, so do you do you see yourself as a guy who can do that in the NBA, like just running fast breaks and uh, being able? Yeah, to- for sure. Yeah, I think it's one of my strongest points to get to grab a rebound or get the outlet pass, push the ball in fast break. Uh, I'm a type of player that would want to play really quick, a quick, uh, quick offenses, find the open big man, running big man. Uh, yeah, that's what I like to do, and it's a really strong point of myself. But um, yeah, I think I can do it in the NBA too, even with better athletes. Exactly. Yeah. I think uh, speaking of athletes, I think your athleticism is something that goes really under talked about. You're super smooth for someone who's 6'10". Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me a lot of uh, like Alexei Pokusevsky last year. You, you can move pretty mm-hmm. fluidly. Uh, I was kind of wondering like how your growth has been physically like as you've aged because you said you started off playing point guard when you were younger. And mm-hmm. yeah, how, how recently have you gotten to 6'10"? How has adjusting to that body been? Yeah. I was like, um, I was like two years ago. It was the first time I played professional basketball. Uh, I was around like six, seven, six, eight. So I grow a lot last few years. And um, I was really skinny. I was around like 170 LBS. And uh, I went to the gym a lot because I I didn't have the right mentality um, two years ago. I was a really soft guy. I didn't want to practice. But I made a, a huge, a huge step. And my mindset is now really different instead of two years ago. And that's why I think uh, I'm a late, uh, yeah, late bloom, boomer or whatever they say. Um, and I think that was the biggest step in my, in my career to get uh, my mindset good, get a good mindset. And yeah, that's why I grow a lot last few years. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this year, how do you think you've, uh, you've done this year? And like, how has that season been for you? Um, I was uh, really preparing me myself for for this year because we played a high level, uh, Euro Cup. It's a high level league here in Europe, 
So I prepared myself this summer really, really good to be ready for it. Uh, I really showed myself uh, in the Euro Cup playing against good, really good players like uh, Milos Teodosic. It's 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 kind of legend in the in the in the game, and I think that's the only advantage I got. Uh, I I got a I got experience to play against that kind of players. Play with uh, guys that are over thirty years old with a lot of experience that teach me a lot, and I think that that's that's where I'm uh, one step ahead. Yeah, definitely. Have you had any other contact with anyone else in the NBA? Or is it kind of like a lot of the Europeans are sort of teaching you what they've learned? Um, no, nah, mo- most of the guys are European because uh, I talked with Luka Doncic because, um, yeah, he's, he's a really good guy. But uh, one of my teammates, Luka Rupnik, he, he was a point guard last year of my, uh, he was my point guard. And uh, I was with, on the phone call with him and he teached me a lot what I can do better. And it, it helped me a lot. And, um, I think I'm really thankful for him because now I'm not not close anymore with him because Luca left our, our team. But uh, now nah, he, he helped me a lot. That's cool. Yeah. I always love when someone's uh, willing to shout out their teammates. Go ahead, Davis. Mm-hmm. No, I just really wanted to ask: Is there any like player you you uh, special like attention to to kind of like help your game or help improve like certain areas? Um. It's really tough to compare my game with another player. So I'm trying to get as many options like Kevin Durant, how he's taking the pull-up mid-range. Um, but I try to watch a lot of Joe Ingles because he's also tall, using pick and roll. He can shoot. He's tall. He can't find open teammates. And I'm, I'm comparing myself with him the most. And everything he can do, I can do. So, yeah, I'm trying to... I try to learn a lot from him. Speaking of that shooting that you just mentioned, something I've really noticed uh, watching your tape is that your shooting is really developed. Uh, specifically, your base has gotten a lot, a lot tighter, a lot smoother. What have you done that's helped you with that? Is, has it been coaches or has it been your own work? Uh, I mean, it was really tough, tough uh, years for me because I was a lot in the gym, a lot of weights. Uh, I tried. I tried to get bigger and then uh, get my shot in the same way I was shooting before. It was it was tough to handle. So it was. I, I put it away and I said, now I want to get bigger. And when I'm when I feel good, then I'm gonna pick up my shot again. And I did it this summer. I was shooting every day a lot. Uh, I picked it up really well. And I think I'm a good shooter. Uh, maybe I'm not, I'm not showing it yet, but I think I'm, I can knock down shots. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned uh, people that kind of have helped you along the way and kind of broken your game down a bit. Uh, someone who does that a lot with, with prospects is Mike Schmitz. How is it like talking with him? Uh, I know Mike Schmitz from the under 16, and I was a, a really uh, raw prospect back in the days. Um, yeah, I was really, I was, I was a tall, tall point guard, really skinny. And it was really nice that he picked me up again because I, I didn't hear him for a few years. And it's, it gives me like uh, confidence that he's, he watch, he's watching again. Uh, and yeah, it's good because sometimes you feel like nobody is paying attention to you and you're doing so well in Euro Cup. And it's, it's sometimes it's tough, but 
you gotta be, you gotta have the right man, mindset to, to keep going and just gonna, we got, now we're gonna wait what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think this year, especially, you've uh, gained a lot of steam within the draft community, um, mm-hmm. more so than other years. So I think you for sure have yeah, for that sure. recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, your play definitely speaks for itself. Um, you mentioned uh, Milos, is it Teodosic or Teodosic? Um, I've always said that wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's he's one of my favorite players I've ever seen. Um, yeah, he's great. He's great. What, what do you take from his game and, and, and like uh, other European guys who, who have come to the States kind of, what have they told you about what it's like to play in the NBA, the differences? Uh, I mean, when I played against Bologna in Euro cup, I talked with uh, Milos Teodosic after the game because um, yeah, it's a long story. I will, I will tell another time because it's a really long story. Uh, but he told me I had a great court vision when and he never saw a guy that tall that had that core division and it was really it gave me a boost because it's yeah it's it's a it's a legend and uh he said i had to keep working and everything will come so yeah it's it's just great to hear it from people like that but yeah the core division he had is it's unbelievable yeah for sure he's one of the best passers like a rondo yeah he's passing that's insane <laughs> For sure. Insane. So your height at 6'10", um, it allows you to make passes that not everyone can make. And specifically, mm-hmm. I've, nor- I've noticed with you that you're really confident making these kind of corner kickouts uh, off yeah. a couple dribbles in or even like some deep skips. What, uh, what passes do- are you, have you developed into being able to make and what do you still want to learn how to make better that you think you're going to have to compensate against the athletic guys in the NBA? Uh, I mean, in the beginning of the season, I had a great, I had a great big guy because I like to give LU passes to my bigs, and I'm, I think I'm really good at it. But now, yeah, it's tough time because he, he left to Monaco, so um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't really do it anymore. Then, a part of that, I, yeah, I really like when I using the pick and roll, find the open spots, find the open teammates, and that's most important to me. The only thing that's not good is when I'm using the pick and roll, I'm looking more to pass and looking for myself. And I think I need to uh, need to be more confident just going to the rack and be more aggressive to it. Uh, within that pick and roll that you mentioned, do you see yourself eventually being a guy who can like knock down those step back jumpers and things of that nature kind of outside of the pick and roll where you're able to, to use your own scoring ability? Um, I think I'd rather shoot out of the dribble than shooting on the catch. But I think at the moment I'm not confident enough in my shot to do it. And I don't know. I don't know why. But, yeah, I think I really can't do it. But I need to find the right rhythm, I think. Yeah, with time it comes for sure. Yeah, I think I think so, yeah. Yeah, you've mentioned uh, getting stronger, and that's something so important at the next level, um, getting getting your body ready. But do you see yourself as as a potentially, you know, maybe a small ball five or four at the next level who can who can get big enough to stay with bigs and then also switch onto the perimeter with guards? I think in defense, I can't. I, I will try to 
like get strong enough to guard one to five, but really play. I, I think I can't play one to four in offense, but I, I really want to play. Uh, I really want to guard one to five. You know what I mean? I want to be strong enough to, to, to guard anyone on the floor. I'm not, I'm not yet. Uh, I'm not that strong yet to guard the five, but when I'm, when I'm like in two years, I think I, I will be strong enough to guard the five and in offense, uh, it doesn't even matter what kind of spot I get. I can't play off ball. I can't play on the, uh, with the ball in my hand. So it doesn't really matter for me. Yeah, you already talked about how much you've grown in the past couple of years strength-wise. So uh, it's not hard to see, like, in a couple more yeah. years how much more you can gain. No, for sure not. I think I have a lot of potential, and I just need to work hard. And if I work hard, everything will be there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's let's just let's just do some fun ones here, because um, we thought we would ask you some fun questions. You know, you, you probably get asked a ton of of hard basketball questions. But uh, do you have yeah. any favorite NBA teams that uh, that you like uh, to watch? Uh, I really like Boston Celtics, not because they they were uh, really interested in me, but I really just like the franchise and what they achieved, and just like Jason Tatum, uh, I just like the guy. But also, I was always a great, uh, a big fan of LeBron James, and yeah, so the Lakers. I mean, Boston and Lakers, great two teams, two great franchises, and yeah, these two teams. Yeah, as a Lakers fan, I would be stoked to have you on the team. <laughs> I, I that would be great. To, I was just about to say, don't get stone started on the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned LeBron James. Uh, what are some other and, and Kevin Durant you mentioned earlier? What are some other NBA players you like to watch along with that? Uh, for sure, Luka Doncic. For sure, is a is a great player. Uh, also, he's European. He's from Slovenia. It's just nice to see him uh, ball out there. Then yeah, Stephen Curry is elite. Uh, a great scorer. I don't know. He's unguardable. So yeah, that kind of players I like. Like that are special, you know. What I mean, like yeah. Anthony Kumpo is unguardable. Yeah, I like players like that. Definitely, yeah, for and sure. Talk, talking about like uh, some of the players and and other NBA guys. What what is like some of the best like advice or something like a a former like player or coach has given you to kind of prepare you for the next step in your career? Uh, for the next step, I think the biggest thing for me is be mentally ready for it because it's it's going to be a really tough time if I'm coming over because the season probably ends begin June. I'm flying directly over to the States to get some workouts done. Uh, so they all say just be ready mentally. It's going to be tough. Uh, so but for the rest, I think I'm, I'm really, I'm kind of ready for it. I'm working a lot. Uh, I'm trying to be ready for it. So we will see what was going to happen. And kind yeah. of speaking on that on that process, um, do you have any insight, like as far as uh, the workouts and things like that with COVID? Uh, do you have any? Do you know what's kind of going to go on with that, or are you just everything is like virtual and Zoom and stuff like that? Uh, I don't know yet, but I will get my vaccine soon, so that will be done because uh, they are here in Belgium. They are really. Uh, they think it's really important for me to go there and show myself. So I'm glad they're doing it for me. Then, yeah, I think every, everything will be done because uh, my agent is also 
a really a, a great guy. I don't know if you know him, David George. He was gym of the Pistons. Yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah. For fifty mm-hmm. years. So I'm doing the draft with him. Um, so he will. He's helping me a lot. That's cool. Uh, you talked about being mentally ready um, for the NBA, and something that uh, I know helps a lot of guys out is is like having fun experiences or or doing fun things. You know, uh, Giannis is famous mm-hmm. for talking about loving smoothies or lemon pepper wings. Um, are there any things like you're really excited about, like to get to the United States and to experience here? Uh, I mean, I've never been in the States, so it will be a, a really good experience because I hear a lot of it. So I'm really excited to come over and just see what's, uh, what it gr- can bring on the table. Yeah, just my, my one suggestion, if you're in California, go to In-N-Out Burger. It's it's definitely worth right. it. <laughs> I think yeah, that's cool. That. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I never heard about it. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm yeah, really no. Curious. I'm really yeah. curious. Hey, if you're ever if you're ever I've been to a ton of places in the States uh for basketball. If you're ever wonder something to do, just just DM me. I got you. Oh yeah, hey, that's cool. This is good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um and then uh just just one thing, you know, I wanted to you you've played professionally for two years. So so this, you know, yeah, for a lot of guys years, yeah, for a lot of guys, the NBA is their first paycheck for you it's not but i still you know it's probably gonna be a pretty sizable amount of money uh do you know what do you have an idea like you're gonna get some nice shoes or or what are you gonna spend that first paycheck on i don't know because uh, i'm a really family-minded guy and i think i will buy more for the for people around me than for myself first but yeah i don't know yet because it's it's a lot amount of money but i'm really i i it's it's weird I'm gonna say this and maybe you don't believe it, but I really don't do it for the money. I just wanna make Belgium proud uh, and my family proud. That's the only thing why I'm doing this. That's what's up. No, I believe, you, man, and that's that's something that's so that's so special about a lot of of um, a lot of European guys uh, that we don't talk about enough is that lots of times they kind of have that like they're representing their whole country. So it's, uh, yeah. it's really special what you're doing, man. And that's, it was the same with Luca. It's the same with, you know, yeah, there's yeah, other guys coming through. It's really because of most of the guys really trying to help their family with this. And it's really important to some, because it's putting, putting bread on the table for some, some families. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really hard time for some, some people because they leave their whole family behind and it's really tough times. And so, yeah, it's really important for me too. That's cool, man. That's that's really cool. Um, do we got any other questions, guys? Uh, I think that's it for me. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate you. Coming. Uh, I appreciate y'all too. Uh, yeah. It's always fun to to answer some questions. Yeah, for because sure. It's really it's really tough to to see sometimes because not a lot of guys know know really how European guys are. And it's just fun to explain how we really are. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to get that sort of insight if they if they listen to you. Mm-hmm. I think you're yeah, throwing sure. a lot of that out here today. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you're super well spoken, and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. No, it... I I think it's really important to because if you, I'm close to Sengun. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, <laughs> probably you know him. <laughs> he's really he's ball he's balling out too. 
Um, mm-hmm. But he can't. He can't speak English. If you if you talk to him, he he can't speak. Mike also went to there to Turkey, and he just can't speak English. So it's a little problem, but I think it's important to. My English is not great, but I can't communicate with people, so yeah, it's alright. It's pretty good, to be honest. You yeah, know I mean, I got yeah. trouble understanding you. Better than my yeah, Spanish. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. speak Spanish. So. <laughs> That's all right. I used to be better. I used to be better, but uh, it comes and goes. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, man. Uh, no problem. No problem. Yeah. It means a lot for you to come on and, uh, all right, man. man. Thanks. All right. This has been the upside swings podcast with special guest friends, Blyenberg. Uh, we want to thank him so much for coming on. Uh, he's someone who everyone should really be paying attention to. He's rising up boards and for good reason. Um, This has been the Upside Swings podcast. We want to thank friends again, and we want to thank you guys for listening. We hope this podcast is its upside. Thank you.